9 through 12 did 40 hours of service a year. But Lexi couldn't summon any interest in all that. She was distracted, edgy, feeling a little vulnerable. The students and faculty weren't strictly forbidden from using their phones in the dining hall. She'd have had hers out 30 minutes ago with a game of Yahtzee going full swing. Firmly, Lexi kept her back to the black-haired, square-jawed man with the powerful shoulders. Peter, Lexi's fiancé, had no shoulders of note. Yes, he was fit. Yes, he was attractive. A biker who managed to wear skin-tight spandex shorts and not look like a character out of a Saturday Night Live skit. Peter was a kind soul, a dreamer. He would never, even if he were single, be so bold as to visually eat up a stranger while spraying great gusts of hormones into the atmosphere. Lexi had insinuated herself into Peter's mind after meeting him at a friend's wedding. Over the four hours of the reception, she kept one eye on him while trying to act cool, nonchalant, disinterested. In truth, she had felt an intensity toward him that gave her the tunnel vision of a drill. She had known from their mutual friend that Peter was an accomplished musician, a classical guitarist who had trained as a luthier and had a workshop where he made guitars, violins, and other stringed instruments for world-class musicians, famous and unknown. Lexi had never met anyone who did anything like that. She was impressed. Tonight, Lexi thought, Peter would be the beneficiary of the lust being propagated from the neighboring table. Not that her and Peter's sex life needed any help. They'd been together only a year and a half. In three months, they would be married. Lexi searched the room for her best friend, Amy Hagen, the school nurse. She found her near the front at one of the other orphan tables, as the teachers privately called them. Amy, who unlike Lexi, could sit firm as a turtle through hours-long meetings, was actively listening to Don McClear, her head tilted to one side, her lips parted into a sweet southern smile. No matter how much Lexi thought shouted her name, Amy, Amy. Amy, Amy. Amy could not be deterred from obedience. Lexi turned to the back of the room and caught the wickedly sly eye of the first friend she'd made at Ruxton, the 80-year-old English teacher, Dot Harrison. Dot, like Lexi, could barely contain herself in her skin through meetings, lectures, and speeches. In her advanced age, she had grown tired of formalities and intolerant of meaningless obligations, Dot liked to put on her tap shoes and dance at parties. She cursed so much among faculty that Lexi thought it had to be a mild case of Tourette's. With her puckered eyes honed into Lexi's, Dot lifted her right hand, extended her middle fuck-you finger, and false casually scratched the barely perceptible wisps of hair on her head. It was a gesture intended to make Lexi laugh, and it did, silently. She looked away before Dot did something even more outrageous, and then caught the caustic glare of Janet Irwin, seated at an honor society table. Janet had been at Ruxton for 35 years, and might as well have been running the place. She lived on campus, had never married, didn't appear to date or leave the campus for any reason, and never spoke of anything that wasn't school-related. Janet gave the single swift nod of her head that never failed to make Lexi feel small, ridiculous, and adolescent. Lexi smiled at her, 
The smile wasn't returned, and Lexi looked away. Ethan Waite, a senior Lexi had been counseling every Wednesday afternoon, loped across the dining hall. Where had he been all this time? Lexi watched as Ethan took the empty seat beside the wolf-eyed man. So her pursuer was his father, Daniel Waite. Lexi had heard much about Daniel Waite during her three years at Ruxton. He was one of the school's biggest donors. But because she didn't deal with that stuff, the schmoozing, the check collecting, Lexi had never before seen this particular famous alumnus. Lexi assumed that the texting woman seated on the other side of Ethan was Mrs. Waite. As far as she knew from her sessions with Ethan, his parents were married. Married. Something she would be soon enough, if she could only work out the final details of the-